If you've got diabetes, if you've got diabetes, with the doctors it's impossible. But with Dr. Jesus it's easy. He heals you. He wants to give you sight. He wants to give you power. And number three, in the name of Jesus, I believe you are curing the people. In nine years, more than 132,000 people have been diagnosed with the disease in the United States. Nearly 81,000 have died. Saturday nights, you know what time it is. It's time for your weekly source for goth, dark wave, post-punk, spooky tunes, and Halloween hangovers. South Carolina's only source for all these uh, horrible spooky things coming out of the grave and into your ear holes. We host here, DJ D. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. On tonight's show, uh, loads of new releases, almost entirely new releases, and uh, all your requests and things. Not going to talk too much. Now it's 352 days until Halloween. This is your Dark Entries Goth Radio. Let's go. Say 
show off with a track that I'm falling completely in love with. Uh, Sharon Van Etten, a track called Jupiter 4. And uh, you can hear it in the, uh, the new Netflix movie called There's Someone Inside Your House. Um, new horror movie that just came out recently on Netflix right before Halloween. Uh, the movie itself is not really uh, breaking any new ground. It's sort of a take on um, on Scream, basically, but uh, I kind of like the, the way it, it goes. I think I talked about it, actually, a few weeks ago on the show, but um, that song, I think, is played at least once, maybe several times in the, in the movie. And I was watching, I was like, man, what is this track? What is this? And I, I kind of looked up the soundtrack and everything and, and got it. And I was actually going to play it a few weeks ago, uh, but ran out of time on the show. But uh, yeah, that's, that's like one of my new favorite things in the world. Dark Entries, Goth Radio is on your radio. I'm your host, DJD, and uh, tonight's show is going to be almost entirely new releases. Uh, a lot of stuff came out right before Halloween and after Halloween, and just in the last like month um, that I've not had time to squeeze in on the show. So it's going to be almost entirely new, everything, uh, with a few exceptions here and there. And your requests, if you can get them in, 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC. Uh, also going to be playing a set um, of stuff from the show that we did uh, right before Halloween. At New Brooklyn Tavern with Solemn Shapes from Charlotte, Ghost Painted Sky uh, from the uh, from, from the Northeast, and uh, the Palace of Tears. That show with three fantastic bands. Uh, originally, it was just going to be Solemn Shapes and the Palace of Tears, and then Ghost Painted Sky was had at the last second. Like I didn't even know it was they were even added to the bill until uh, I think the day of the show or something. Like I didn't know anything else. I'd never even heard of them. Uh, but that really, really blew me away. I was really impressed by them. And I, and I loved all three bands and, like, all three completely different sounds. They don't sound anything alike. Uh, but I'll do a set uh, based around them. And I'm actually going to kick that set off with a new uh, track featuring Jazz Coleman from uh, Killing Joke. And I'll talk about all that later in the show. And, uh, like I said, your request, if we have time, if you can get them in. But give me a call, see what we can do. i got some long sets tonight. Um, it's just going to be one thing banging after the other. I'm not going to talk too much at all. But I will be talking uh, about Halloween. <laughs> I'm not talking about the movie, I'm talking about the night of Halloween, about what happened, or rather what didn't happen, and how, uh, you know, I was a little, a little disappointed. I've got a little Halloween rant for later in the show, but uh, I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's get on with it. This first set is going to be made up of almost entirely new releases, with the exception of one classic post-punk track that you guys have heard here on the show many times before. And uh, we'll be ending it with uh, a cool band from Wilmington that I have uh, just recently become acquainted with called Dead Cool. Uh, they're going to be ending rounding up the set. But we're going to start it off with a brand new one from uh, Dinah Lycan. Uh, Dinah, I'm sorry, Dinah Lycan. What am I doing? Dinah <laughs> Lycan. Dinah Lycan. Uh, and uh, from a new album that's coming out on the 26th of this month. It's actually an album of all covers. It's called Dual Plus. And this is actually their cover of Pink Floyd's set, The Controls for the Heart of the Sun, on your Dark Injuries Goth Radio, Spooky Tunes, and Horror Talk, until 10 o'clock, on 90.5 WSC FM Columbia. Little by little, the night turns around. Oh 
inch of love is one inch of shadow Love is the shadow that ripens the wine Set the controls for the heart of the sun
Russ Dreiner, Johnny from Night of the Living Dead. And I want you to listen to Dark Entries on Goth Radio on WUSC 90.5 FM. Listen to my pal Dave, DJD.
Death on your show on your Dark Entries Goth Radio, uh, and we started the show off there with some Sharon Van Etten with uh, one of my favorite tracks in the whole world right now called Jupiter 4 from the movie There's Someone Inside Your House. Right now, there's someone inside your ear holes as we uh, spin spooky tunes, come out of the grave, and straight into your face. Dinah Lekine. After that, with uh, Set the Controls for the Heart of the Sun uh, cover. Pink Floyd from the new album called Duel uh, Plus, which is going to be all new, all covers. Um, that's on November 26th is when that comes out. O-N-M-O, a brand new track from, I believe, a band that's out of Sweden uh, with a track called Haunted after that. Uh, Hateful Chains after that with a track called Crimson Sun. Uh, they're from Finland. Uh, Sad Lovers and Giants in there with one of my favorite tracks of all time ever, ever, uh, with Things We Never Did. Uh, screensaver after that with Body Parts from a uh, brand new album called Expressions of Interest. And then we rounded out the set with uh, Dead Cool from Wilmington, uh, Friends of the Show, a track called Until Death, and uh, we're going to be playing lots more stuff from them later on. Uh, it's a really cool video for that. You guys should check out where <laughs> Angela does a dance, and I just tried to recreate that same dance here in the studio, and if you guys are lucky, maybe one day you'll actually be able to see that. I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen, but... Uh, 
yeah, there was dancing here in the studio with old DJ. Uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio on 90.5 WSC FM Columbia. I got a Halloween rant coming up a little bit later about something that happened or rather didn't happen on Halloween that kind of set me off, and um, I'll get into that later in the show. We also got words of wisdom from Uncle Charlie coming up at 9. More show coming up in the second half as we get a little harder, a little weirder, a little bit more uh, in the industrial direction in the second half of the show. Uh, in this set, we've got some tracks from the uh, bands I did that show with back in a few weeks ago at New Brooklyn Tavern. Solemn Shapes from Charlotte's, and then also The Palace of Tears and Ghost Painted Sky. That's all going to come up in this set coming up right now. But I'm going to kick it off with a brand new track that's like got me super excited. It's a collaboration. Uh, this just came out in like the last couple of weeks. A collaboration with Jazz Coleman on vocals from Killing Joke. Peter Hook from Joy Division and Jordy Walker, who I mostly know from playing with Trent Reznor. He's been with a bunch of products, but projects, but he's played with Trent for years. So those three guys got together and put together a brand new project called K93. It's actually spelled K, uh, like percentage sign 93. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that. I guess I'm going to say K percent 93. Anyway, um, track is called Giving Up the Ghost. This is it, kicking off the set. And those other three bands I mentioned. We'll knock this out. We'll come back. We'll do a little horror talk, a little Halloween talk, more show. Archangel's Goth Radio is on your radio, 90.5 WSC FM Columbia. Here we go. We pass through this life with the faces we love and the friends that we love. We must shake as we go. In a transient place I have loved you the most I'll remember your smile When I give up the ghost Remember every day Remember all your lovers Remember all your pain We pass through this life With the faces we know And the friends as we love In a shack as we go In a transient place
All right, the Palace of Tears there uh, rounding out that set. We kicked it off with a brand new one from uh, K Dash or K Dash 93 uh, featuring uh, Jazz Coleman on vocals, Peter Hook from Joy Division, uh, all, and also a Jordy Walker. That's a collaboration between the three of them, and uh, the track was called Giving Up the Ghost. And then the next three tracks we played after that were uh, the ones uh, from bands that I uh, just recently did a show with at New Brooklyn Tavern a few weeks ago here in town. Ghost Painted Sky with Ordinary Song from the uh, Ephemeral Wake EP. Solemn Shapes in there with Animalism uh, from the new album Animalism. And uh, rounding out that, what we just heard just now was the Palace of Tears from their album of Ruination with a track called Cold Dead Skin. All three bands are absolutely phenomenal, and they're all, I believe all three are touring the Southeast right now. I think they're still doing some more shows. So if you can catch any of those bands, uh, especially if you can catch two or three of them together uh, at, a, at a show in the Southeast uh, right now in the coming weeks, then go out and do it because it's, it's one of the best live shows you're going to go to. They're all really great. Uh, and it was really cool that I was so lucky to actually not only see them, but also do a show with them. So, All right, uh, Dark Entries, Goth Radio is on your radio, and we have got another hour left in the show. It's about 9 o'clock. We timed this pretty well because it's about time for Words of Wisdom. But before we get into that, um, I want to talk about... Here we go. I am Dracula. I bid you welcome. Dracula do his thing there. Uh, I want to talk about Halloween. I want to talk about what happened on Halloween, or rather what didn't happen on Halloween. I've been um, dying to see a trick-or-treater for about ten years. I haven't seen one in around about ten years. And uh, I had a near-miss on Halloween night, and it really set me off. It really ticked me off. So we're going to talk about This is a show's brand new segment, DJD's Halloween Rants. Ah! (laughs) Complete with sound effects. All right, um, here's what happened. Here's what happened, or rather didn't happen. It's been 10 years since the last time I saw a trick-or-treater. The last time I had one was um, at this little house I was renting in Columbia. Um, These little rubber rats came around, and... I had some decorations out there, so rant with rant inside the rant. Uh, they came up, they stole, well, not stole, but they they took way more than their allotted amount of candy. They took like half the bucket uh, between like three of them. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but I had some like uh, zombie decorations out in the yard. I had like a zombie coming up out of the ground with you know his hands and stuff, and they stole one of the hands. And to this day, I'm still not over that. I still want to get the hand back. But anyway, uh, fast forward to this year. Um, again, I bought an ungodly amount of candy that I knew was not going to go to anybody because I never get trick-or-treaters ever. Uh, but, you know, I, obviously I did the smart thing and bought all the candy I like, which is mostly Reese's Cups. Uh, so I'm, I'm sat there, Halloween night, and I'm watching uh, the new Paranormal Activity movie, Next of, Skin, Next of Kin, which is okay. It's not, it's not that bad, but it's not really that great, honestly. It's all right. So I'm watching that, and... Uh, keep going out of my back porch. I keep looking up the street to see, you know, if anybody's coming. But all of a sudden, I hear the sound of trick-or-treaters like down the street. So, uh, I got to the back porch. Looked down the street. Sure enough, there's a whole flock of trick-or-treaters, like ten or so, kids and parents, walking down the street, heading straight to my place, like heading straight in the direction of my place, right? I live in an apartment, so they're passing, like, you know, buildings and everything, but they're, they're coming right at me, right? So I'm like, oh, this is it. This is my moment. I got my bucket. This is what I've been waiting for. So I'm like, okay, well, I got two ways I can play this. I can go inside. I can wait, close the door, 
maybe they'll come to the door with a knock on the door thing, which is more fun. That's more exciting. Or I could just uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take any chances. I'm gonna stand out there with the bucket, let them know. Look, there's candy here. Let's do this thing. They get closer and closer. I'm standing there. I look them dead in the eye, and I'm like, "Hey, you guys want some candy?" And they're like, "No, nah, we're good. No thanks." And they just keep walking. They just kept walking. Like, what is what is that? What do you, is it? Because I'm like a creepy old man on my murder porch sat there with, with I mean this is the one night in the year when it's okay to go up to a complete strange man standing on his corner with bucket and like take candy from him like it's okay to do that tonight I specifically bought this bucket for you idiots they looked me dead in the eye and said no, what what do you know how much candy I scored on any given Halloween night from the ages of like 5 to like 11 like I was out there to work. What are you getting dressed up for? Why even get dressed up and go out that night if you're not going to do the damn thing? There, there it is again. Idiot. It's wasted on them now. It's, it's wasted on children now. They don't even deserve Halloween anymore. That's all I got. About time for words of wisdom. We're gonna come back. We're gonna have some words of wisdom. We're gonna do, another, do some more music. We can get a little weirder. We can get a little bit more industrial. Calm down a little bit. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. Nine point five WSC FM Columbia. Call uh, call me up. Give me uh, your Halloween story. How did Halloween night go for you? Or, or leave me a drop me a line in the uh, comments of the Facebook post or on Twitter at Dark Entries DJD. Just uh, reach out somehow. Let me know how it went. Did you even get trick or treaters? Are you kids even trick or treating anymore? Ah. Nearly 700,000 Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. As soon as I get my racket all straight, put my money in the food, be it log, and I ain't gonna walk no more. Drive into Charlotte and the Baltimore, park my foot in the set of Prince Bill Law, trying to play my radio. WUSCFM. HD1 Columbia on the cutting edge for over 60 years. Hi, this is Trent from Nine Inch Nails. And when I'm hanging out in Columbia, I'm listening to the USD 90.5 FM on your dial. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org. And after that, I decided to invent something too. Something called the Insta-Do. 
Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's a summer thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, for Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions, or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Self-defense is anything we do to make our lives safer on a daily basis. Self-defense is fighting with our fists, yelling, telling him to stop looking at us, running away, listening to our gut instinct, getting support, knowing that we are worth defending, talking about what happened. <laughs> and playing rock. The goal of self-defense is to provide all women, children, queers, people of color, and targeted communities with options and skills that are effective and practical, no matter what our experience, age, level of fitness, or shape of body may be. Charlie Manson crazy? Whatever that means, sure, he's crazy, he's mad as a hatter. What difference does it make? You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy.
It rests on 13 acres of earth over the very center of hell. The last house on the left. Here is the first motion picture to offer to the daring a look into the final maddening space between life and death. The last house on the left. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Sights and sounds far beyond anything you've tested. The last house on the left. Offered by Sean Cunningham Films Limited in color. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Take as much as you can. Only a movie.
do something else too. See the thing, the one of the things that Halloween night was was so exciting for for at least my my mom anyway when I was a, when I was a kid was that she didn't have to deal with it. I lived in an apartment complex. I could get together with like my cousins and some of the other kids and everything lived there. We could just kind of roam free and just go around and like have the night of it. Now I know most kids, you know, people want to go. Most parents want to take their kids out and be there and you know watch after them and that. But it was pretty. It was a different time. It was the eighties. We were living like you know wolves raising ourselves. <laughs> I started walking home from school when I was seven years old by myself and then stayed home by myself for hours, uh, you know, with nothing more than like a microwave, you know, uh, to keep me fed and busy and, you know, until my mom came home at some point from work that night. Anyway, uh, you know, we could just go out and just kind of do our thing and, and, you know, the parents didn't have to worry about it. Now parents have got to take the kids out by themselves. I mean, they, they have to actually get out to walk the kid around, do all the legwork, and you're not even going to like come home with candy you're not even gonna like like take advantage of the fact that somebody's just offering you candy for free which is the whole damn reason why you went out in the first place major poor mom either buy a costume or make one and it's not like it was back in the day where you could just got and get like a plastic smock and just dress up like you know han solo or something with a ben cooper mask it's it's a whole different deal now you gotta get What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, that, okay, that's. I'm gonna move on now. John Carpenter was in the uh, when the Manson sat there uh, from Words of Wisdom from Uncle Charlie when he told us how everybody's crazy now. That was uh, John Carpenter, Alan Howarth from the uh, uh, Halloween Three soundtrack uh, with a track called Chariots of Pumpkins. Uh, Ships in the Night. After that, uh, brand new stuff, fairly new stuff. Uh, I love Ships in the Night uh, ever since uh, Candy from uh, Tenderlash turned me on to to her with a. Uh, an amazing cover of The Killing Moon uh, from a new album called Leighton Powers. Scavenger Parade after that with a Red Silk Void. Uh, they're out of Atlanta. And uh, what we just heard just now was Homunculus Algorithm with a track called Skeletal Remains from an album called Ace of Myths. That's brand new as well. We have got 30 minutes left in the show. That's plenty of time to get in this next set in and, and throw in a few extra tracks too. The next set, we're going to go a different direction. We're actually going to kind of go back around to the sound we sort of had going in the beginning of the show. Not quite as uh, industrially. A little bit more of a post-punky, synthy direction for the end of the show. We might get in some Batcave stuff just to round things out at the very end. Brand new stuff right now from uh, Knife Plague. A track called Hurt Someone. Aptly enough. Dark Inches Goth Radio is on your radio. Here we go.
Bootsy, uh, right off that set there with uh, Eight Cups. We start this off there with some stuff from Knife Play. Brand new stuff from them um, from a brand new album called Hurt Someone. The track was also called Hurt Someone. Foe in there, brand new track from them also with Smile and Move Along. Uh, Spectre's in there from the new album Hindsight, which I've been playing a few things off of lately. That's a really solid album. The whole thing start to finish. The track's called Tell Me. Uh, and uh, The Cure in there from The Empty World uh, from an album called The Top. I think maybe I've told this story before. I don't know, but like... The way I first discovered The Cure was, uh, the first thing I ever heard, I think, was was Fascination Street on the radio. It just got me right away. I was like, oh, wow, this is like the sound I've had in my head for so long. And I had not yet at that point discovered uh, proper gothic rock. I won't get into the debate as to whether or not Cure is goth or not. That's a whole other conversation for a whole other show. That's a different rant. Anyway, I had not dis- yet discovered like Cleopatra's gothic rock compilation, which is what kind of set me down the, the path of goth stuff, but all I knew is I kind of had a sound in my head of what I wanted, and all of a sudden, Fascination Street comes on the radio, and I'm like, what? this would have been about 89, you know, so I was like 12-ish, and I was like, what is that? And I was like, ah, oh, this is this is so cool, you know, and uh, I had a guitar at the time, so I bought like um, a book of guitar tabs, and I learned like the bass line, you know, and how to do it. I didn't have a bass guitar, I just had a regular guitar, but you could do it all on the G string, you know, so um, I learned that bass line, because I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. At the time, so then I went out and I wanted to just buy like whatever had the whatever the Cure had put out. I knew absolutely nothing about the Cure at all. I knew nothing about their albums, like what order they came in or anything at all. Uh, I just know I went down to uh, to Best Buy, and they had one of those big bins that they have with all these like discounts cassettes and things. You know, like the they put this cassettes out. They would have like the little hole, like on the spine of the of the little box of the the, the case. Uh, I don't know why they cut that little hole out or whatever because it was like a discount thing. So they were all like marked down to like a dollar or something. I don't know. What I found in there was they had the top and Japanese whispers, which Japanese whispers is God, God bless them. Not the best album. It's got one or two good tracks on it. Maybe I should go back and like revisit it. Maybe I rediscover a love for it now. I don't know. But um, the top I liked right away, and it, it's one of their lesser known ones. It's not something that gets a lot of play. But I've just got a lot of nostalgia attached to those two albums just because they were literally the first things I ever heard. So uh, I still that brings back so many memories. Like when I play anything from that album, I just have all these memories of like being in, like, middle school and, like, uh, playing that, that tape to death, you know, my little boombox. But anyway, OT after that with uh, Eight Cups, and we are, what we're going to do is one more proper track, and then we're going to come back and say our goodbyes and get out of here and do a Rocky Horror, and then that'll be that. But I'll tell you this real quick before I play my last little proper song for the night. Uh, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I mean, I'm sorry, next week. Uh, we will be doing another Horror Night at Corey's house. Me and Corey's going to be hosting another Horror Night, as we do about once a month or so. It's kind of like an invite-only kind of deal. Maybe if you're lucky enough, you'll get on the invite list. I don't know. It's going to be a um, midnight special, I think is what we're calling it. We're going to have three different movies playing uh, late into the night. I think we're actually going to start showing the movies about eight or nine. I don't know. I think we're doing like Rocky Horror and um, Heavy Metal and then something else. Was it Evil Dead? I don't know. What what did we decide on? Something. I've already forgotten it now. Jesus. I should have that in front of me. Anyway, doing that, kind of co-hosting a horror night kind of thing. It's also going to be a dual birthday party because uh, my birthday was last week. It was last Tuesday. And, oh, which reminds me what else I was going to tell you. I'll, I'll tell you this in a second. So mine was last week, and his is going to be next week, or like two or three days away from the thing. So it's we're having a, a Horror Night slash dual birthday party for the both of us. Anyway, as far as like my birthday goes, so, uh, normally my when my birthday comes around, my mom makes me a cake, uh, but my mom's unfortunately no longer with us. Uh, as of a few months ago, so um, I, it was up to me to kind of make my own birthday cake because everybody. <laughs> There's really nobody else around to do it, which turns out there is, but that's going to be the next part of the story. I'd never made a cake before, right? So, like, I go out, and I, I get the box, and I read the directions, whatever. What do I need? Eggs? I don't know. I don't even like eggs. I, I don't. I never buy eggs, ever. I hate eggs, so I had to buy eggs. 
and you know whatever you buy, you know the butter, I had the butter and stuff. So for the most part, like the actual, I had two nine-inch pans. For the most part, like the cake itself turned out all right, aside from when I when I went to go flip one of the things out, and it broke completely in half. The cake did, you know, it's two cakes. So uh, you know you stack them on top of each other, or whatever. So the top one was split in half, so that thing's barely held together. So then comes the time to put like the frosting on, and the frosting is the only thing holding this entire thing together because as I'm doing it, it's falling apart. Like the sides are chunking off. It's split down the middle on the top. I'm trying to plaster like shellac it on the top as as like a glue to kind of hold the whole thing together because it's literally falling apart. I was getting so mad. I was doing this at 3 a.m. for some god awful reason. I'm pretty sure that like getting mad and cursing and screaming at 3 a.m. <laughs> so your neighbors can hear is not that's not how birthday cakes work. They're not supposed to make you that angry. It's kind of Antithetical to antithetical is that it? Yeah, I think it is. To what birthday cakes? What birthday cakes are supposed to represent? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, here I am, three a.m., grumbling and pissed off. My cat's freaking out. I'm trying to shellac the the damn frosting on the cake, and I'm getting so mad at it. Then I've got like a, a one of those little frosting decorator things where you can draw on it, you know, and write stuff. And I was trying to write make this gigantic bat symbol, you know, a Batman symbol on it, and it, it just came out a, a right mess. So I'll post the pictures on the Facebook page. For you guys who know me personally, you've seen already, I've already posted this on my personal page, but uh, I'll put this on uh, on Facebook maybe, uh, or whatever. It's on Instagram too, at Dark Entries DJD. Also Twitter, I think, at Dark Entries DJD. It was a total, it was a total mess, but it tasted great. So that was, that was a good sign. So I posted the whole thing, like, you know, when I did it, and then, like, one of my buddies, like, who's an amazing cook, um, his fiance is also a friend of mine, chimed in. She goes, do you want Dan just to make you one? Because <laughs> he could just make you one. Because what he does, he cooks for a living. So I'm like, I'll be like, I mean, I'm like, you know, I live out of town. Like, you know, if you want to do it, okay. She's like, when are you going to be in town? I said, Saturday for the show or whatever. So as I'm doing the show tonight, like earlier, as I'm doing it, I get a text from him with a picture of my new, brand new birthday cake. So <laughs> properly made birthday cake. So as soon as I get out of here in just a few minutes, I'm going to go have some, uh, some more birthday cake. So uh, it, it turned out well. Uh, anyway, so that's that. So that's my birthday story. We are getting out of here. We're going to do one last uh, proper track, and then um, that'll be it. And we'll come back and say our goodbyes to a Rocky Horror and all that. So thank you guys for listening. So what's our last proper track? One of my favorite Smiths tracks of all time ever, ever. Death of a Disco Dancer. Uh, we'll do this. We'll be right back. The death of a disco dancer Well, it happens a lot around here and if you think peace is a common goal That goes to show how little you know death of a disco dancer Well, I'd rather not get involved I never talk to my neighbor I'd rather not get in
Disco Dancer uh, by the Smiths. Finishing out the show. That's it. Got one more. Got a little Rocky Hard, you know, to play before we get out of here. Also, thanks to uh, the guy who just called me. I just had a, a nice little phone call as I was playing. Uh, called me just to wish me happy birthday. So hey, hey, thanks for that. Appreciate that. As a reminder, uh, like just like I said, right before we play the track here, I won't be here next week because we'll be doing the uh, Horror Night thing. But uh, we'll return on the week after that. And the next big theme show coming up is I think gonna be the holiday show coming up in December. Uh, that's always a fun that we always do. Uh, B. Arthur somehow managed to, to stop by every year. I, I keep trying to stop that from happening, but but she somehow gets in. If you guys have been listening for a year, for years, you, you know what the hell I'm talking about. For, for those of you who don't, you'll just have to tune in to see. I want to thank everybody who listened tonight. Appreciate it. Croopers and, and everybody else on the Facebook, Face Place. <laughs> everybody else who uh, chimed in or didn't chime in. Um, big thanks to Angela and uh, everyone else involved with uh, Dead Cool being interactive during the show. Give me inspiration to do an incredibly embarrassing uh, in-studio dance that may or may not make its way to the internet. That's it. Uh, what else? Oh, um, we have a thing. WSC has a thing every Tuesday at uh, New Brooklyn Tavern uh, that you guys should check out. I never can go just because I don't live in town, but every Tuesday night uh, is open mic night at New Brooklyn Tavern. Uh, singing poetry, spoken word, dollar tacos, drink specials, and it starts at 7 and it's free to get in. So, um so yeah, definitely check that out if you can. It's going to be a good time. Also, big reminder about New Brooklyn Tavern. If you got there for anything whatsoever at any point, uh, take your vaccination uh, proof stuff. Take your card. Take your uh, proof of a uh, recent test, one or the other. Don't have to have both. I believe I believe they'll, they'll accept a picture of your card. You don't have to take the actual card itself. But you got to have something. You have to have absolutely something. I learned that nearly the hard way <laughs> when we had the show with uh, Solemn Shapes and um, House of Tears and Ghost Painted Sky that I was talking about earlier. Uh, going to set up, guy comes around, you know, I'm setting up to DJ and everything, you know, doors haven't opened yet, but the guy comes around to, to check everybody, make sure that we're all good, and uh, my dumbass left the card uh, <laughs> in uh, Greenville, and they don't mess around, they they do not mess around, there's no exceptions, so I had to uh, run out to CVS, get a quick results test, $25 later, sit out in my car, uh, get it done, look through the line, found out I wasn't pregnant, also didn't have COVID, took it and, uh, you know, presented it, and that got me back in the door. But had I not done that, I would not have DJed the show that night. And I also saw them turn away several people and, um, and uh, you know, politely and making no exceptions whatsoever. So it's good. I kind of hope other clubs kind of follow suit. But uh, just to give you a heads up, do not go to New Brooklyn Tavern unless you got some sort of proof on you because you won't be getting in the door. All right, that's it, uh, kids. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at DarkEntriesDJD. Find me on the Facebook uh, page for Dark Entries Goth Radio. And uh, I will see you in two weeks as we count down to the holiday show. Big thanks to everybody who listened uh, and uh, called and chimed in and interacted tonight. Appreciate it. I'll have this up on the podcast tomorrow, most likely. That's at DarkEntriesGothRadio.Podbean.com. You can find several years' worth of the show there. So uh, go check that out. And we're going to get out of here as we usually do with our required Rocky Horror. Oh, there she goes. Hey, Janet. Yes, Brad. I'll see you in a couple weeks, kids. I've got something to say. As always. Uh-huh. Keep it spooky. I really love the skillful way you beat the other girls to the bride's bouquet. river was deep, but I swam it. Janet. The future is ours, so let's plan it. Janet. So please, don't tell me to can it. Janet. I've one thing to say, and that's damn it. Janet, I love you. The road was long, but I ran it. Janet. 
If there's a fire in my heart and you fan it Janet. If there's one fool for you that I am it Janet. I've one thing to say and that's damn it Janet, I love you Here's the ring to prove that I'm no joker Jenny. 